Welcome to the May 30th edition of One Nation Radio. When you hear that music, you know what it is. It is time for the annual One Nation Radio NBA Finals preview. And look who I found. I can't believe it. After two months of not speaking to this man at all, I am joined by the originator, by a dude that's been down with me since day one. Word to the Usos. Jumping, James Boyd. <laughs> or Jump Zone, James Boyd. Right. Jumping. Right, that's, that's a lot better than jumping. Oh man, I'm trying to get your audio right. Um, so let me uh, go ahead and say something real quick, James. Holla. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So, um, uh, what, what was that? Yeah, I said, uh, "What's going on, man? It's been like what two months? How you been? How's the kids?" This man tripping. Um, <laughs> Um, well, anyway, oh, you know. Oh, oh, hey, hold on, bro. I mean, you know, given what we found out about last night, I mean, I can't put it past you. Which one of you light-skinned motherfuckers got kids or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, it, this Dragon Push T-shirt is it, it, it's on a whole new level. But, um, yeah, man, this is our annual N- NBA Finals preview. Um you know, James hasn't been on the show since the uh, night after, or the show after WrestleMania 34. So, um, yeah, man, uh, what's been up with you? Been watching a lot of playoff basketball, um, and on the West Coast uh, in particular, it's been a lot of a lot of great play by individual performers. Um, and on the East, it's pretty much been lebron and you know the young celtics and enough from time or two mb will pop up and Giannis does his thing of course um but been a lot of it's, it's been well it's been a lot of fun been enjoying my time watching television watching television program as opposed to being very upset with it um so by the way like kind of kind of logged off or whatever else so um i think where we left it off that uh you were telling me that uh or we were the thought was Roman Reigns is going to be the, the new crown champion. They were going to win it and have him win it off in um, Saudi Arabia. So how did that go? How's his reign been going so far? Um, Roman lost. What? Brock Lesnar's <laughs> still the champion. Uh, oh, so, oh, so they didn't do that. They just killed off their top everything. Yeah, pretty much. All right, you um, know. All right, well. Okay, well, you know, they got Rousey there, and, um, you know, on the other end, you think she's going to have a huge match with Charlotte, maybe possibly made it to WrestleMania next year. Um, they got to keep both of those women strong. I'm assuming, you know, they kept they kept Rousey strong. So how uh, how's Charlotte doing? Is she like the biggest star on SmackDown right now? Well, um, you know, the, the first SmackDown after WrestleMania, they ended up having Carmella cash in money in the bank on her. So, and then she beat her in a rematch clean. What? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. In, WWE. Yeah, in, 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 and there you have it. That's my reason why I have not been watching uh, this, that, that fucking dumbass programming for the past two months. And it's focused on, you know, actual entertainment as opposed to entertainment that makes you hate yourself. So, um, 
you continue on with, with talking about something on, that's a lot more positive, a lot more bright. So on to the NBA. All right. So um, if you guys have been under the rock, under a rock, we are having the uh, NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers for the fourth consecutive year in a row. Now. This is insane because this has never happened before. Um, I, I want to say in like any major sport, four years in a row, uh, same teams, largely the same players. Um, uh, we ha obviously had some new additions. We had a couple subtractions, but most of the main players are still there. So um, the Cavs, uh, they were a four seed coming into it. They uh, defeated the Pacers in the first round, swept uh, the Toronto Baby Raptors, and then, you know, went seven grueling games with the Celtics um, and, you know, won game seven on their home floor. And, you know, much to the shock of Bostonians everywhere who apparently don't know what it is when they play against uh, LeBron James. Um <laughs> So, yeah. you know, you know, those Celtics versus LeBron series, you know, there's only there's only one real, you know, winner for that. You know, me. I win either way. <laughs> I get to clown these suckers or I get to clown LeBron. So, you know, uh, Celtics, y'all thought, you know, everything was going to, you know, lead you to the finals. You're going to be ahead of schedule. Nah, bro. No 18th banner. None of that. Cutting that shit off right now. I mean, yeah. Game seven was just one of those. Um, it, it was shocking after after you watch this whole playoff run and you see Terry Rozier make every single th open three shot three pointer that he took, which is like, okay, so like when is this going to become a thing where like um, it regresses to the mean and he actually becomes the shooter he actually really is, and it all came back in one game. <laughs> like he he went like over. He was like, what, 0 for 12 or 0 for 11 from 3 in game 7. He was like, well, I mean, it's a it's a heartbreaking time for him to learn this lesson, but it's a lesson that everyone must learn, which is stay in your lane. Yeah. Like, shop, Jason shop. Tatum is the guy. He should get the ball more. Yeah. Stop, stop throwing, don't go out there and then early in the shot clock jack up corner threes. I uh, was into. I was gonna give Jason Tatum a shout out, uh, you know, fellow member of the Light Skin Brotherhood, um, and also you and, know and that Duke. Duke, yeah, and from Duke, you know, so real one from the Duke. So um, yeah, Western Conference, uh, we had the Golden State Warriors go against the Rockets, and you know that was a seven game series, which I didn't think would happen, but somehow it did, and you know the. Well, uh, I got a question. Yeah. Right. Sorry to interrupt you, but. Before the before the series started, how many how many games did you did you think uh, that series was going to go? I had Warriors in six. Six, okay. I had Warriors in six as well, and because I don't know, if it, maybe it's because I I picked Warriors in six. And I figured you would have went five, but whatever. Okay, so I only picked six because yeah, they didn't have home court. Ah, okay. Because you know me, I don't like picking in seven. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but that's for yes, that's for suckers. Like, like have a heart, grow, grow a pair, you know. Um, yeah, but uh, we saw, you know, the the season end for the Rockets in, you know, Houstonian Rocket fashion, you know, led by James Harden and uh, Mike D'Antoni. And, you know, Chris Paul was out there too, but not really. So he got injured. Uh, your thoughts on the Rockets, James? My thoughts on the Rockets is if they knock down, I rewatched it. I ended up sending you a video of it, a link to it in the group of 
uh, a stretch where they show all 27 um, consecutive three-point misses. And, and y'all just, I just count. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. You heard it right, folks. It's not a misprint. 27. As many world titles as the New York Yankees have. That's My God. That's in a row they missed. This is, this is one of the greatest three-point shooting teams of all time. Maybe the second greatest, right? And they missed 27 in a row. And in, and in that montage, in, um, in that cut-up, I saw that they, they missed 11 that would be considered for them being wide open, right? Uh-huh. 11. If they knock down five of those, they're in the finals. Yeah, man. Five. I, I just... And, and look, and, I want, and this is my thing. Like, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just talking about just the flat numbers, and we'll get to how much you want to say is Chris Paul, how much is the refs, and how much is whatever else. But And how much is it is the fact that, like, you had two super... You had the second and third best basketball players in the world, um, one takes over a quarter and then the other one takes over the next quarter. Um, compared to one guy having to do everything for four whole quarters and then take out, run out of gas. But um, if and I, if you just make five three-pointers out of that 27, five or 27, I don't know, what, that's a terrible percentage, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's shitty. That's, that's shitty. Awful. If you, if you just shoot, if you just shoot badly, not impossibly bad just badly right they're in the finals and and, and now now we've gone from from there because it, it's just yeah I, I don't think that, that might be the weirdest thing i've ever seen like the only thing i could think of that was weird to me was like may, honestly um probably at game was it game six with josh smith and um uh, who was a terrible three-point shooter? Corey Brewer. Had with, um, and Corey Brewer yep. um, knocked down those threes when they're two of the worst three-point shooters in the history of the NBA, knocked down like th- four three-pointers in that fourth quarter and they ended up like, was that game six or was that game five? I believe that was game six. Yeah, cause, oh, yes, right, because Harden was, fa- was fouled out. that uh, Or benched or whatever you want to call it. That was, um, that that's like, that's the last time I've seen something that odd of a, like, that's just, that like you throw that in and you see that again, that'll never happen again in a million years. Yeah, man. Um, so usually I would come on here. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna destroy him, like James Harden. So the the longest thing for you know long for the longest time, I used to think he just had no heart. And, and that was, you know, his issue. So this year, he kind of won me over in that respect because this wasn't a case of him not having any heart. This was just a choke at the end with those last, uh, you know, game six and game seven, having those huge leads and blowing them, like, I, flat out. Regardless of how they did them, they blew them. They came out here and attempted no change at strategy like i fi- like i guess they figured you know this brought us here and we gonna die with it well y- you died with it like <laughs> and well, i don't know this is this or yeah go ahead sorry yeah like with like i i just figured that someone would have been like hey let's slow the pace down we have a lead let's try to drive to the rim let's shoot any type of two-pointer because they'll give it to you let's do something and they just kept jacking 30 footers and contested shots i and i and i know yes they had the 11 wide open ones but i feel like this is a case like if they were somewhat I get what you're saying. Games aren't in a vacuum. Yes. Games aren't in a vacuum. You need to have context. 
move on, move on from your game plan and stop being stubborn if you realize this is gonna doom you ultimately. Yes. Right? Like like and it's it's just like Dan Tony just, just being Dan Tony and, you know, James Harden being <laughs> caught up in that and then Chris Paul breaking down like Chris Paul's known to do. So to me, the Rockets just they, they reverted to themselves at, at the end of the series, and and they had these guys on the ropes. And to me, even Chris Paul playing doesn't excuse or not playing uh, doesn't excuse them like for for you know blowing both of those games because you had them in the second quarter. The the um, Warriors were out there looking like they were on the ropes, like they had that lemon booty. They someone had punched them in the mouth, and they didn't look like they knew how to respond. All of a sudden, they just stopped doing what they were doing in the second quarter, and I don't know why. And these guys, to me, that was almost worse than Game Seven of of the uh, 2002 Western Conference Finals when Paige Stojakovic was shooting air balls, like, and Vlade Divac was fouling out, and Chris Webber was spinning and not facing the rim, and. <laughs> And Doug Christie was was shooting threes and hitting all backboard like this was an all time collapse regardless of who was on the on the floor and I can't give enough credit to the Warriors for for like sticking with it and then you know while things weren't going right in the first half like they were attacking the basket they were finding ways to just keep it close uh, Clay Thompson was playing with three fouls and the second he came in the game it was like he was ready to unleash and I don't know man I. These words, like I'm, I'm earning so much more respect for these guys, like by the day. Yeah, um, I think the two things that you can, um, you can, criticize or really criticize uh, the Rockets for is two things. Um, they, they get two quick legitimate. Every foul in the first half that uh, Clay Thompson got was all legitimate. These are all fouls where you're like, you dummy. You know you have foul trouble. Why would you stick your hand here and do this? You know damn well that's a foul. Go sit, right? And then, you know, he gets that second foul in, like, the first two minutes or whatever else. or Yeah, first two minutes. And then he plays for another couple minutes, another two minutes, and he gets a third foul. And he's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Like, oh, my God, these dudes are like, really setting themselves up to catch this L. Like, this is, what the hell are they doing? Right. And, you know, they get complete, they get, like, the, you know how you say, you know, you got to be first to the ball and 50-50 balls, whatever. In the first half of that game in game seven, there were no 50-50 balls. The Rockets got every, they gobbled up every single, um, they, every single loose ball opportunity there was. They were to right. the floor. P.J. Tucker and, um, and, and um, oh, Capella, they, they basically dominated. Um, the rebounding battle in the first half um but i mean that's that's kind of thing of, of why you know when they talk or I'm, I'm sure you've heard some of the people say you know praise the hyperbole on lebron about like this is the greatest achievement in this team to the finals right it's like dude he just beat a he beat a 73 team right <laughs> he beat a 73 win team <laughs> down three one like uh, chill with that. Like I think it's I think it's top three or four, but not 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 ain't nothing topping that, right? So, right. But one thing that was so important, but the one thing that's the reason why I will always have that as number one, um, him uh, that 2016 finals is the fact that the fact that you can't play Kevin Love on the, put Kevin Love on the floor against the Warriors when they play uh, that the, the death lineup or or in. Or just go small, and you literally are forced to have to play. Or at, at that time, you had to play with LeBron and Kyrie, and it's going to be two guys, and it's going to be based on the fact that they ISO and get shots and drive and create for others. 
that's the only and we switch everything on the on defense and that's the only way we're going to win this thing and muck it up that's the only way we win this final right and they, and they did it <clears throat> the thing about the, about that game seven with the rockets is in the first half they did everything they could um when the shot when when they were at least make at least when they were just at least like just poor shooting three as opposed to impossibly terrible from shooting three right like they were involved in capella um they threw joe johnson out there um for minutes and they ran office through him when Harden sat for a couple possessions um they put ryan anderson out there and ryan anderson wasn't a disaster he wasn't a disaster in the first half when you put him out in the second half that's when he was a complete disaster and that's what basically is what swung the open the floodgates yep. in the third um but when in that first half, when they were attacking, when they were attacking the basket at different points and throwing lobs to Capella and whatnot, it's because they had a threat that if you sag, we will get the ball out to a wing defender and we will shoot. And then like once, once they looked at the paperwork and looked like, oh my God, Ariza's over everything out here. We're sagging off him. Uh, you know, that's when that's when the things turned. Like all of a sudden, you saw um, less driving, and that's also a part where it comes to. The workload that Eric Gordon and Harden had to take had to play a place on themselves in this series because they're you know they're kind of quote unquote stuck doing this like that's the difference between Harden and LeBron and between Harden and LeBron and to and Eric Gordon and Kyrie obviously yeah <clears throat> and this you, goes you throw that out there oh my fault so, like you, you that's the thing like the thing that that holds people off like when you think of um, for example. Um, LeBron playing on 48 on Sunday and literally at the end of that game basically like every possession is going to come down to decision the final decision I make I'm deciding this or whatever else and then the faith he had in his teammates to at the beginning of the game the first I don't know I want to say probably the first 14 15 minutes of that game he's throwing the ball out to guys open shooters and they're just clanking and they're clanking and they're clanking and then eventually shots start going through mm-hmm. and then they actually like they survived there was a point where they were down like 12 at the beginning of the like middle way through the second quarter and it looked like if the if houston i'm sorry houston i'm sorry if boston makes like one or two more shots this game is over to survive that and you're and rely on your teammates to make threes and the JR finally knocks a three down and then you start going. Right. Like you can see all of that happen and then like LeBron like choosing to stick with his teammates and still trust that they can do things as opposed to I gotta dribble the air out the ball over and over and over and also know that like I'm gonna get really, really tired so I, I'm I'm gonna jack up threes because me driving is gonna exhaust so much energy or whatever else. Like that's the difference. And until Harden learns that, like, there's only a finite amount of injury you're going to have, and you're going to have to be able to conserve yourself instead of, like, pounding the air out the ball in isolation. Like, use more of these screens and just pop from mid-range or whatever else to do this. But, and that's the thing that's going to have to be learned over the summer. That's not a thing that you can just pick up and do after you haven't done it all year. And I think with James Harden, because I think you can just look at his body type, James Harden looks like he can easily get fat, Right. So he needs to literally like, and this kind of goes without saying, like, and obviously I'm I'm going to say this about a professional athlete, but in you know comparison to other professional athletes, he needs to get in better shape. Like he needs to. It's time for him to lose that weight that Kobe did when Kobe came back and he was 205 pounds, and then that's going to be able to 
hopefully like extend his conditioning so he can go later in games like that like he's got to change his diet something because he's carrying like it, it looks like he's carrying like 230 and you know after a while as he's year like he's not the youngest guy in the world harden's been in the league what like nine or ten years now so it's time this is year, this is year nine for him yeah this is year nine. yeah it's time for him to like come and slim down a little bit and i think that'll help him like at the end of those series which he tends to gas out um you know in a, in a lot of situations well, I, mean, I, I, I mean but there's a lot of stuff with the Harden thing a lot of his numbers like why he's great and further like the beginning he was of the 19 season, for like, 79 from three yeah it, that ain't gonna just, work like we always talk me and you used to always talk about this when like LeBron would, would have moments where he just would not be able to pull through or whatever else and we would talk about like and I and I would talk to you like, dude, look at the amount of burden that the guy has to just be able to keep a game close and then at the end of the game you wanna have this guy like at well maybe in Miami was less the case, but um like if have somebody to where you have to at the end of the game have you have to be the person to get get your own shot and also get and be the only person that's responsible for getting everybody else their own getting everybody else their shots like that is damn taxing and if you're playing 40 something minutes you're going to be gassed by the end of that game unless you were able to sit uh for like six minutes um the the first half of of the fourth quarter and that's just not realistic otherwise you know but yeah let's let's oh yeah go ahead we're hard but what Harden is just like and we used to talk about like that's the reason why LeBron doesn't like does like throws up bad miss or ill-fated pull-up threes and from the left corner at times and sometimes they go and sometimes they don't instead of just stacking the rim at the end of games. And LeBron's learned like in order for me to close these quarter or the end of these games out, like I'm gonna have to like not have to play defense or not run out and contest shooters from time to time to time. Like well, I'm, you know, James Harden ain't got no problem playing no defense. No, but my, but my <laughs> point is when you're that tired. You're not going to be able to shoot, period, right? Yeah. When you're exhausted, you're not going to be able to shoot either. So he's going to have to figure something else out along his way over the summer. Yeah. Or, you know, hopefully have Chris Paul there to work, take off some of the workload. But, I mean, this is year 13. This is about to be year 14 with, with Chris Paul. So yeah, that's... Be expect, they expect him to actually get through. Good luck with that. Um, so yeah, man, uh, let's let's transition that into the actual finals. Um, <laughs> well, the the finals on paper. We just saw the NBA finals, but <laughs> um, this is like the the leftover portion. So uh, Golden State's coming in. They won fifty eight games. They have the home court advantage. Um, what are we expecting out of this series, James? Because you know uh, we got Iguodala coming in uh, with the messed up uh, leg, I believe. Kevin Love's got concussions. Obviously, LeBron's coming out there like really uh, with one of his worst teams that he's you know captained in a long time. Um, is this is this worse than the 07 team? I'm talking about like I'm not, no. not talking about with Love. I'm talking about like Game Seven. Was Game Seven was the same Game Seven squad worse than um, the 07 squad? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, 07, like, I don't know. Pe- people bang on that for being a terrible team, but they were a good defensive team, and they, you know, had people show up from time to time. Like, Daniel Marshall would catch fire. Um, Damon Jones would catch fire. Booby Gibson would catch fire. And I know those names, when you hear them, you're like, those people aren't actually good, but they balled at that time. Um, and, but the thing is, and the thing is, right, when we talk about catch fire, we're talking about, like, score 16 points. Right? No, and like, like Booby Gibson. Do you remember the Booby no, Gibson no, no, no. game? But the, 
but, yeah, because he's not going to fit. But this is my point. Like, this year, this particular team, like, unless it's Corver, you don't get you don't get no 15 games from nobody else <laughs> for, like, Jeff Green in game seven. Go figure. Yeah, bro. You know how much I hate Jeff Green, bro. What? All right, I, I I think I sent you. A I should be the I should be the I should be the one that hates Jeff Green. So he not the he not the O six uh he not the O six uh Tar Heels out of the Elite Eight, bro. What a game winner! There was a column about him, and it's like every NBA team keeps falling for Jeff Green. Like he's literally yeah. um what's his name? Looks the dude. Part, he's a looks apart all star. Bro, he's a looks apart all star. You would think he's so raw he's literally just a standard forward like <laughs> and yeah, he's he's he's, a, he's stolen he's money player. all across the league no great size great build right he great should be good at basketball great, great leaping ability no skill yes like i don't either, know either 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 it's a combination to either he has an like an an enormous um Enormously, or sorry, not enormously. He has like a really small, ba- either a really small basketball IQ, or um, he's really, really unskilled at like when comes like really lacking in skills of and compared to the NBA. Like that was the only two explanations for why someone that athletic and with that build and with that um and that kind of um look is not somebody in this particular era of the NBA. When everything is switch, everything you know, positionless basketball. That he is a guy that like, oh yeah, he's coming off my bench, and like, um, um, you know, unless you know, Kevin Love's and cuss, he's he's going to be playing like eighteen minutes. Durant's like, going to get that not. man. Durant's going to get that man thirty-five a game and be like, you were my backup before. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yep. So yeah, like with the Warriors, man, because you know me, I've been like ever since day one. I've been looking for for chinks in the armor, uh, you know trouble in the hierarchy all that stuff do you think there's anything at all right now going on with the chemistry because there's just been like if you take this back and i forgot what podcast i was listening to the way that durant is treated as this interloper essentially in the you know warriors dynasty he's not them like he's a guy that they hired on for like a special you know service that he provides essentially but that's still like steph's team like when they uh give out the rings the guy that's going last is steph like well yeah these guys feel like they're like do, do you think there's anything with the chemistry you think that has kind of like is bubbling right now in do do you think anything is like on the horizon to like go wrong at the moment? Well, uh, define go wrong. Like go wrong meaning like it, unless like unless like Durant or Curry gets hurt, like they're going to lose the title when both of them healthy on the floor. Because there were moments in that Rocket series, like in the middle of the series, like when Durant's like shots weren't going, and then people were like whispering about like the isolations with Durant, and you know this has always been my feeling that this team's at its best when it goes through Curry, and then Durant is a luxury. So I don't know, man. Like, do you think they could be sick of each other at this point? <laughs> um, no. I think they're more or less tired from going through four final runs. Finals runs, right? I'm glad like, you brought that up. Freaking LeBron, right? You know what I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm glad you brought guy, that up. LeBron's like the only guy that can be like, yeah, I'll play 100 games every single year in and out, and so I'll play a couple, and I'll and I'll also throw in an Olympics there. Like, he's the only guy built for that kind of thing because he's unprecedented, right? But um, for for you know the normal 
the normal gods, right? And that that <laughs> went know. through my head during the Rocket series. It's like, oh shit, they are going for their fourth uh, consecutive finals, and that shit doesn't happen, no matter like you know what kind of dynasty they have right now. Yeah, um, I think I think the main thing is like I, when I when I watch them anyway, right? I always get the impression that like the only person that, that Durant really has any kind of relationship like off outside of the workplace, and we're like, you know. Obviously, there it's not the case anymore, or maybe it's not the case anymore, or maybe we make too much of it. But like, you could tell that like Durant and in Westbrook had a friendship that went beyond when they when they entered the pressure buns into, into the facility and went in there. Mm-hmm. Like they actually hung out with each other and spent time with them beyond just some teammate type shit. That's what it seemed like, right? This team um, over the last two years, the only time the only person I see like Durant have that kind of like more than just work type of friendship is with Draymond mm-hmm. and you know like I mean I'm not saying that there's beef between Steph or Clay with him or whatever but like they just seem like oh yeah we cool like just another teammate like you know you play in the NBA for 11 years like Durant has <laughs> and like you know you're just gonna have um, a bunch of guys around the league that you're that you're, you know, that you're interact with or you have teammates and you know Ain't no problem, but y'all and ain't, y'all ain't like the best of friends either. It's not that big a deal. I think they're just like you know. I work here. We're teammates. You know, I got your back. You got my back. But like, it ain't you know. I think, I think for Durant, this whole trip was um, almost as cynical as we thought. Like the 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 LeBron thing in Miami was gonna be, where it's like, oh yeah, he's just there for a hired gun, as opposed to like, nah, bro, like Wade and LeBron are like, you know. <laughs> That that's quote unquote friends goal. That's the banana bo- That's a, uh, the banana boat boys or whatever you call them. Yeah. Um. So, but I mean, but ultimately, like, well, I think that I don't think that ultimately will be if they, you know, if Steph and and Duran are both healthy on the floor, like they're never gonna. I don't think that's gonna be a reason why they lose a series, unless you know, unless something turns different than where we are now. Like if it stays along the same trajectory, I think they'll be fine. I just think that. I think we undersold the Rockets as far as being a legitimate team. Um, you know, all throughout the year, I said to you, like, I don't think they're going to beat them, but I think they're going to give them a series. And they went beyond getting a series. They went to fucking seven. And, like, and the thing that's shocking for me is when you when you see – and we talked about this when Durant first got there. Like, he basically erased their or, – or basically expanded the margin for error for, from the Warriors from being where, like, you know, if a bunch of crazy, ridiculous stuff happens, you can go out. You can go out there. And you can beat them uh, three times in four nights and, and win the title. Now, that ain't happening more because, like, let's say you know you have a defense that can switch everything and they can't get all their slips. They can't slip screens on the backside and get you know weak side uh, dives to the rim for layups and and great pass from Iggy and and just get you know in the open floor and just bury people because people are lost trying to follow around Steph or Clay. Like, when you take away all of the quote-unquote easy three-pointers that they get and that kind of stuff, and, and and you actually have to make them, you know, do more than just uh, run their system, like, that that's how you get – that's how you make it a game and make it difficult and make it look like, oh, Steph and Clay basically had a disappearing act for a whole half. Like, that's the reason why you brought Durant there for Durant to come out there and ISO and get his buckets when you, your offense just is – Ain't working. The problem is in this game, in this series of points, Durant when he when his, he's there to do his job, he struggled at times. Yeah. 
and that's what made it a series. I think I think that's the real reason why they, why they became a series in that way, where like the the Rockets played at certain stretches in this series, they played as well, like connected and as well defensively as you can ask to guard those three, those three, three freaking guys on the court at the same time. And, you know, hats off to them. Speaking they of, got, they got the seven and they ran out of gas and they, and, and whatever else, but that's, that's where we are now. Speaking of guarding, you know, um, Jeff Green uh, probably is going to be the primary <laughs> defender on Kevin Durant. But, James, I ask, who yeah. in the hell is about to guard Steph Curry without Kyrie Irving on the floor? I mean, that's That's been the thing. The last couple finals, Kyrie Irving has picked up the defensive challenge and looked across and said, I don't care who you are, that motherfucker wearing number 30 is not better than me. And he's made it, like, <laughs> tough on him. That guy's gone now, yeah. and he's gone from offense as well, so making all those crazy-ass yeah. layups and everything. So is this the year that Curry can break through and, and finally win his finals MVP, the one that was kind of stolen from him by Iguodala? Um, I think he's going to be fine. I mean, well, here's the thing, right? Aside from a few games in 15 where it looked weird, because they were, they were trapping him and he had to come off the ball, and um, the times he struggled with every other game in um, in twenty sixteen, uh, his finals his finals he's he's great he's typically himself in the finals just we overstated because he hasn't won one of these things yet even though he should have the fifteen one right right, right. um the, the thing is I mean, and he I damn near average he like, damn near averaged a triple double last year right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, you look at um, what we are this year. It's like he may not win the finals MVP, but like if you're going to be like, oh, is, is, is he because he's you know stricken from the moment, or or is it because he's seventy percent ha ha no we wink? Nah. Like if he doesn't win the finals MVP, that means Kevin Durant like went nuts again, and that's the same thing that happened last year. Like we can't be judging. We can't like be, we can't be judging Steph Curry for not winning finals MVP when he's playing with Kevin Durant when like and also he's also doing numbers. It's like hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's gonna win this fucking thing. Like it's gonna be one of those two guys. You know, unless maybe Clay decides like it, it ain't maybe he pretends Look. like all these games in these maybe he pretends all the games in this series are all game sixes and then he goes nuts. Who knows? Yep. Right? Yeah, but unless, look but unless that happens Look, if they keep going to the finals, happens, Clay's so gonna get one one of these years. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it happening. Um, but yeah, I think I know. I put it. I, I would say that I would probably, if I had to bet money on it, I think that Durant would. I would make Durant a slight favorite to win the Finals MVP. But like, it wouldn't shock me in the least if Steph got one this year. So with LeBron, um... because well, there's a specific reason, right? Beyond the beyond the Clay thing. I'm sorry. Beyond the the Curry, or sorry, the Kyrie thing, where Kyrie literally was would get pumped up on defensively to try to guard him the last two finals. You also had this conscious defensive effort to make sure that, like, we are going to make life as miserable as possible for for, for Steph in these finals. And we're, that also we're came... Gonna put him in every, we're going to put we're gonna put him in every single isolation situation. We're going to run him through a million screens. We're going to rough him up trying to um, do all this cute stuff, running um, without... Um, trying to get to the corners without the ball. Like, they've made his life a living hell the last two finals. Like, bro. Like, it's just, it, like, Durant, I'm sorry, uh, like, Steph is just, 
physically for an NBA player, he is physically weak. And, like, that's going to always going to be an issue for him. And, like, you know, we, we say the same thing for Durant, but Durant is seven foot tall. You right, know, like it's, well, it's kind of an exciting factor between those two. Like Amon Shumpert is like gone now. Who like muscle him like all the time when they bring him in? Like, Jr. Like, muscle him. Like who they gonna put in? Jordan Clarkson? I don't think that's necessarily what Clarkson really came here to do. So you know, nope. So um, uh, it looks like uh, like, and also the Cavs. And other thing is like the Cavs are were so much even compared to last year when they were. Like in the early in the high, I'm sorry, in the um, you know, in the low twenties in defense for the year, and then they kind of ratcheted up in the playoffs. Like, they're they were a better defensive team than this team. Like, this is this is like the this has to be the worst defensive team to ever make the NBA Finals. Has to be. It's really bad. So, um, yeah. So LeBron is about to become a reverse Jordan. This man is going for his sixth loss in the NBA Finals. So, what does this mean, James? Like, because, you know, all I hear is this is just this great accomplishment. You know, he's gone to eight consecutive NBA Finals. And I don't know, man. You're looking like Jerry West right now. Like, and it looks like you've been feasting on a bad conference for, for all these years. And then I came across an article the other day that ranked the 24 teams that he's beat in this Eastern Conference winning streak. I believe the best player that he played was Derrick Rose, and the best team he played was that that Bulls team, which he only had one guy that could get get their shot. So they haven't been facing legitimate competition throughout the second and third rounds of these things. I remember back in 2013, the Miami Heat played three teams that won less than 50 games I don't know, man. It looks like fool's gold. Wait, what year was this? This was 2013. I didn't remember who was the in 2013. Who was who was the two seed? I didn't remember. The Knicks. The Knicks were the two seed. Eh? Actually, it might have been the Pacers, and then the Knicks were the three seed. No, no, because 2013, like, the Pacers beat the Knicks in the playoffs in the second round, but they weren't there yet. I don't, at least I don't remember them being there yet at that point. Like, remember, we were like, oh, yeah, you know, Melo got the, got out of the first round. And I think that's 2013. Either, either, yeah, that is 13. Like, they, oh, they either beat, the, either they swept or they beat the, the Celtics in five. We were like, okay, this might be Melo's little turn because, you know, they had Steve Novak and they were sh- jacking up threes. Yep. And, and we saw all these terrible fraud teams like the 60-win Atlanta Hawks in 2015, like the Raptors this year, who were just, you know, eternally shook of LeBron for some reason. I don't know, man. Like, when you keep going back to the finals and losing this many times, like, this final streak that they're going to write about forever, like, to me, I'm always going to know what it is. Especially when you compare it to the Western Conference of the same time period. Well, this is my this is my, I would say to you. It's like if we're going to judge LeBron and say that he didn't play anybody in the Western Conference, then do we go back or the East? Go back and say like, or sorry, the East was yeah. like, do we like go back and say, oh yeah, the West in the '80s was even worse than the East is or East the East has been. So like, do we like dock points for 
for for the Lakers, like and with Kareem and, and Magic getting to the, the finals? I don't know. No, well, we don't. don't. Do we, you know I don't why? Know what you want to do with that? You know why? Because they have uh, a winning. They ended up with a winning record. In the times they lost in the well, finals. Okay, so let me get this right. So, so Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar get to play with each other, right? Yeah. And then they also get to go in the weaker conference. And then we both have those guys as top five players all time. But then we go out here and we have LeBron play with Kyrie Irving, who's not even a hundred top hundred player of all time, at least not yet, right? Let's say he stays healthy. Let's say he gets to the top fifty. I think he get to that top fifty. Do you think that's fair? He probably get he probably get in there. 50, 40. 50, 40, right? That that sounds that sounds about right. Like he has to be, he has to have a lot more health um, these next six years than he's had in the first six years of his career, or seven years, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you have Wade, who was uh, who was good for him, good for them for one year, and they start breaking down like a jalopy. And you also throw in the one year when they went to seven, where like, what, what did did Bosch come back for Game Seven against the Celtics? Game Six. He came back for Game Seven. He came back for Game Seven. So, it. So I don't know how, what we do with that. Like, do we do we like do we like kill LeBron or do we, I'm sorry? Do we like prop up LeBron? Do we just like treat it how we treat them or do we like go back and say nah? Magic, um, Kareem, y'all want shit. Y'all, y'all, y'all shit don't stink like y'all thought it was. Like I, y'all, so you let me know. I don't know. Cause like they beat in the Western Conference Final, they beat a team that they beat the Warriors that won like thirty eight games one year in the Western Finals in the eighties. They have five. <laughs> they they ended up winning more than they yeah, lost. That's true. So, but my point is, we're. Um, but my point is, you're talking about the team of those two. I'm talking about the team. I'm talking about literally LeBron on between two different teams with two different situations, and neither one of those guys was as good as Kareem or as Magic was. That's my point. That's all I'm saying. So, you decide how you want to handle that. Oh, you know how I'm about to handle it. So, you know, LeBron still ain't never won no legitimate NBA Finals, no. and I said that on this show last year. You know, um, yeah, and it still makes no sense. Tell you and it, and I'll go through it again. So let let's see what we got. 2007, obviously you get swept. So you're 22 years old. You're probably ahead of schedule at that point. Not gonna hold that against you. They the margin of victory wasn't crazy. It was rather close actually. Um, then it was sweet. Then you know it was 2011. Of course we had the the absolute collapse. Uh, LeBron died in Dallas. Um, then 2012, you know, lockout season, so that's Askerit, so that's his first win, you know. Then 2013, niggas should have lost in six, should have lost, and then Ray Allen came out there and, uh, and by the grace of God, saved that man. Um, and then, you know, from there, 2014, get the brakes beat off him by uh, the most, you know, the the record margin or whatever. 2015. All right, your whole team. Also, also for the 2013. Hold on, hold on. One thing for 2013 finals, people also like like to just LeBron hit the shake to begin is like Wade, Bosh and LeBron. I'm sorry, Bosh and Wade combined for less than 30 in that series. Hey, th- those, 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 hey, that, that, that's who that's who he picked. 
that's who he picked. Ooh. You know. Yeah, come on. And next. then, and then, uh, what was that? 2014, oh, where, where they where they got beat by a record mar- margin, the AC game, and, and all that shit. And then Patty Mills hits that movie montage of three pointers on the ass and get and sends LeBron to fuck off uh, uh, and ends that South Beach Heat shit and the Heat Index, all that shit. That cannot be the that that can't be the record anymore because I feel like the Warriors beat them even worse last year. They did. <laughs> it's getting okay. there. It's so 2015. So LeBron, um, he takes a shitload of shots and he averages like 35. And he's in there seriously outgunned. But the last three games of the series, he shits the bed. Um, in games four, five, and six. Um, Loses that series. 2016, obviously, we know the amount of tomfoolery and fuckery that had to happen for them to blow a 3-1 lead, which involved injuries, suspensions, and just... And a whole shit. lot of shots. And a whole lot of shit from Har- and Harrison Barnes turning to, Har- to the new John Stars. Like, John Stars has been struggling from the record as Harrison Barnes from this point forward. Um, <laughs> and then after that... And, two- uh, hold on. And also, and hold on. And also like, two, the two greatest shooters of all time missing a shit ton of threes that were open looks. You know, and, and Kyrie showing up, you know, and hitting the shot. So, um, then from yeah. there... Uh, LeBron two- scored 10... Uh, so LeBron scored seven of the last ten points, but yeah, sure, he made a shot. Yeah. That's nice of him. See, there, see, seeing that he's an All Star. Yeah, and then you know the next year they got the ever living shit kicked out of them, and that's 2017. So by my count, yep. we got the uh, lockout season asterisk, and then mm-hmm. you know we got them getting saved in 2013, and then we got a suspension series and all types of other fuck shit that happened in 2016. So, this would be his real first chance to win one, James. Mm-hmm. And, so, so you went through those nine and um, he's been favored in two of the finals that he's ever been in. So, look. you throw that out there. And that's and that's how that works. Like, if if you want to go through it or whatever else, like the only well, no, I can't say that. At this point, at this point, over the last, if people didn't excuse him losing and and apologize and do and, and literally turn losing into winning, I would I wouldn't have have a problem with it. Like, that's not true because he's not Kobe Bryant, so that's not true. So, my, but my point is, um, if well, hold on, what you mean? We're at a point now of the last. Oh, because his name's not because he's the guy that came after Kobe Bryant, and Kobe Bryant's your guy because you're a Lakers fan. Like, well, yeah, you know that he's already passed him, and you know he's already passed him as a player. Like, you're trying to do everything you can to make sure you're to pull away any bit further by bringing up by judging him in a way that you would not judge Kobe Bryant or none of us judge Kobe Bryant at the time. We grade LeBron on a curve that, that we never graded anybody else since or since before or even after. Like, even winning championships was, wasn't good enough for Kobe, so because they hated him, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, but this is the thing, right? We're talking to me, who also likes Kobe Bryant, and, like, you had these conversations and get defensive about stuff that, like, for example, that's not even a thing. Like, the way you judge, for example, Harden, right, when we were talking off air about um, how, you know, we got to kill them because they, they blew two leads at the end of these games, even though they were outgunned. It doesn't matter. They had the lead and they blew them. And it's like, Dude, like they're not favored to win. Like they're not expected to win. It's four All Stars versus. At this point, it's four All Stars versus one. Why the hell would we expect a one All Star to make it through and win? 
and you're like, well, we just got well, we got to do it because you got to do it. And I'm thinking in my mind, like, okay, so like, do we go back in time and like kill Kobe Bryant for blowing a three-one lead to the Lakers? And I think that's fucking stupid. But like, we got to pick a line on like, if we're gonna be like, still the Rance phrase, like, if well, they did kill him for that. Like, kill- I don't remember this at all. I Bro, they called. They said he quit on the team, they, they, and he was trying maybe, to prove a point. Are you wait? So we're talking about? Are you talking about? No, no, no. They killed him because of like because he didn't shoot in the second half. Right. Then requested a trade, and then and then they didn't trade him. That's why they killed him. They didn't kill him. Say, oh yeah, he's a choking dog. He's a loser. Kobe Bryant's a loser. He'll never win. No one, to my knowledge, I never took anybody's opinion seriously that said say no shit like that. Yeah. And I rarely ever heard anything like that. Rarely. We must be hearing most different time, things because for, for me, the mid the mean the mid two thousands Kobe for most part or oh I'm sorry oh six through oh seven Kobe for most part is like me sitting there like super like dude how's he not the MVP in oh six this is stupid Steve Nash can't can't lace that dude's shoes I don't even and then it's me like dude he's going dust in his playoff series like what more do you want from him I don't know maybe maybe I have a thing to where like I like I I tend to not criticize the person that's outgunning the series because I realize like that's fucking stupid and I'm the only person with a with a brain that. Realize, like, if you're out gun, you're not supposed to win, so why the fuck should we be criticizing somebody for not winning a series that we knew they weren't going to win? I don't know. Maybe I'm the only person that thinks that. I don't know. So. Maybe that's me. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I I definitely, uh, you know, remember these, uh, you know, the, the, those post-Shaq years very well. You know, <laughs> he'll never win. He'll he'll never do anything. Then, then he won. He still, he still ain't get his credit, I feel like. So. And then he got just thrown aside, essentially. Yeah, people did give him shit for the, um, or not him, but like they did give the Lakers shit for like, oh, well, they just gave Chris, they just they just gave uh, Paul Gasol um, to Lakers for nothing. Like, yeah, I, I do remember that. Yeah, and, and you know, you know, dumbasses want to try like, to try to relitigate the 2010 uh, NBA Finals MVP and all this dumb shit, and it's like I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's foolishness to me on my end. Like, Kobe Bryant was incredible in that. Like, aside from game, aside from game seven, like, he was incredible for that, for the, for that series. Like, and he ended up having a bad shooting series in game seven, but, like, he had, like, a million rebounds. All right. So, um, serious predictions. I, I think we, we've danced around oh. it long enough. Uh, four. Yeah. Warriors and four. I picked Warriors yeah. and four last year. And I was damn close, uh, and and then the Cavs decided to go all time in Game Four uh, with their three pointers, just absurd. All time, they went all time in Game Three, and if Kyle, and if Kyle Korver makes makes the the the, the, the one damn uh, three in the left corner that he was brought and and is you know still in the league to make, like maybe they, I don't think they win, I don't think they win four or sorry uh, three and four, but like they end up getting one of those games. So it's like they just got the wrong one in my opinion, but whatever. Like, they, but it was still five. Um, yeah, man. Like, you look at last year's series and you think like they're a better defense team, the Cavs. Um, you had LeBron who was a year younger, that matters. Um, and you also had, <clears throat> honestly, like I, I don't know how you feel about it. Like, I feel like in watching that finals. Like the Cavs were the best, like the best basketball team I ever seen that not won a title. Like as great as offensively as they were, like they were losing these games. Yeah, they lost by like fifteen. But, like half these games, they were scoring like one ten. 
and losing by two, and losing by, <laughs> losing uh, by 15. <laughs> but like they're scoring 110 on like one of the best defensive teams, one of the best <sighs> defensive teams of an era. Like, and they're still in, you know, like they're just, they're outgunned. Right. So I just, this team is clearly not as good as um, um, last year's team. Even if they only won one less game, like it's clear, it's obvious. Uh, so like it's four. Well, I could say um, the the 2013 San Antonio Spurs, like, <laughs> like, like them niggas, like they're they're up there, they're up there, but like I don't think. How do I say this? Unless they can keep keep this, getting the same looks they were getting against that Warriors team from three, and like Danny Green can stay hot. If you can get if you get Danny Green games one through five. Then yeah, they're as good. But if you get games six and seven, nah, they're not as good as the uh, the Cavs were uh, last year. Because they're like, dude, I remember looking up um, the the end of like the first half of the game of game one. I remember like, dude, like they have like 55, 55, 60 points or whatever else. LeBron and and Kurt, LeBron and, and uh, Kyrie are both like shooting like seventy percent from the field. They're down like eight or ten. They have should have known. Like, there's no, there's nothing they're gonna do here. Like this series is already over. Yeah, I've also got a sweep. I've got an ugly sweep. I've got a beat them down uh, sweep. If the is there a such thing? Is there a such thing as a good sweep though? <laughs> <sighs> okay, so for last year, is as much like you know clowning as I do. Yeah, niggas got gentlemen swept last year. It was a competitive five game series, right? You think so? I, th- I, mean, I, I, I like, do think so. I don't. Uh, okay, let me phrase this. Once I feel like after once we got the game three, it was competitive. But games one and two, like it was kind of similar to right. the sixteen finals, where like it's almost like the Cavs have to like be be given a sense of urgency to realize like, oh yeah, you have to play, you have to realize, you have to like go through. What was it uh? You had to go through ninety six minutes of basketball to realize like how the level you have to reach to actually be able to compete against the Warriors. Years. The only concern I have um, for the Warriors... You know, in, 2000, in, 2016, so in 2016, they were able to reach that level. 2017, they, weren't, they were not able to adjust after that. They were just... They could compete, but they could not win. The only concern mm-hmm. I have uh, about the Warriors is Iguodala's leg and how much he may or may not play. He's been ruled out for game one. Uh, that takes, like, your primary LeBron defender and, and shifts that responsibility onto someone else. So... Unless LeBron's gonna gonna hook up and average fifty, and also you know get some something from somewhere, this is gonna be a long series or a short series. Yeah, <laughs> Excuse me. You look, at these, um, <laughs> you look at these shooting splits between road and home for like uh, these LeBron like LeBron's teammates. Um, like it'd be one thing if you told me like, yeah. They'll make at least a respectable amount of their open shots, of the open looks they'll get um, in, in the course of the game. But like, okay, you know, Jr. like he'll knock down three, three or four threes or whatever else. Corver he'll knock down uh, three or four. And you told me like he's gonna get, I don't know, eight, eight three pointers that that don't come from him um, to go down, right? I would say okay, they might be able to win a game. But you look at how they how bad they've been on the road. Like you can't you can't reasonably expect that ever happen. Like you, they just they just like you, the Celtics series perfect example, right? Like other than that game seven, they were horrendous shooting wide open shots. 
So playing a better defense with more pressure don't sound like an, a great recipe. Also with also more um, offensive more firepower. Where are your tires? Yeah, like I don't I don't see how that's a recipe for that to also revert. Yeah, I've got four zero with Steph as the Finals MVP, and like I said, uh, reverse Michael Jordan, six L's in the Finals. Yeah, I think Durant. I think what's going to happen is Durant is going to. I think LeBron's going to be incredible in the in the playoffs or in the series again. They're going to go down in four. I think Durant is going to win Finals MVP, and I think. Some idiot, a bunch of idiots are gonna pop up and say that he's better than LeBron. <laughs> That's exactly what I think gonna happen. <laughs> That's exactly what I think. Bro, happen. like it's I don't know, bro. Good. Like the thing is, it's gonna be like it's like how many times is are they gonna have to beat them like a drum? Like, like how is LeBron gonna even the odds then, or, or is he just gonna get points for being a quote unquote martyr and going in there and, and, and getting his head bust every year <clears throat> before someone's well, like, you know what, every- fuck it, maybe he's not the best player. No, I don't think it's every. I don't think it's every year thing because, like, if he stays on the Cavs, he's not making the finals again because you know the Celtics have Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward are going to come back next year. They're not beating that team at seven. In fact, like they 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 probably would have lost in they probably lost in five or six to the Celtics if they had those two. So you know, because um, like I tell you one thing that Kyrie Irving ain't going to do, it ain't going to be go zero for no fucking eleven um in an elimination game. <laughs> that ain't going to happen, right? So, um. Real one for so, the Duke. Like, this is so. This is last year. So this is last year making when he's saying uh, making a final trip unless he like goes to another team. So um, if he stays in Cleveland, that's the end of this final run for him for going to. There ain't gonna ain't gonna be no nine straight and in, 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 not in Cleveland. <laughs> um, so that's that's where I'm at on that situation. But uh, yeah, I'm like I expect it to be a lot of fireworks. Like most of these, I you know. I think most of these most of these games are gonna be like done within the first or don't be if I'm the Warriors I or from the Warriors perspective I think a lot of these games or mo- probably all these games will be done before you even get to the fourth quarter. Well, like the, you can the, see the, guys like to start the, to start the fourth. They'll definitely be done in the third quarter if, if uh, how they played throughout the playoffs is um, <laughs> is any indication. Uh, before we go, uh, James, real quick, uh, who? Um, you know, out of the teams, out of the guys that didn't make the finals, who was the most like impressive player uh, in the playoffs for you, and who was you that most make, disappointed by? That did not make the playoffs. Or excuse or me, the, the, the finals. finals. Correct. Okay, because if you're just going off of, if you're just going to go off of a uh, a list of people best final runs, I would say the best player in the, in the final or best player in the playoffs this year has been LeBron by a gigantic stretch, and margin. Um, like I think it's probably. Whatever. Like, um, two, the second best player in the, in the playoffs has been Durant. Then after that, um, when he's been on the floor, Steph. Shocker, right? The three best players in the entire league have been the best I'm saying, players no, I'm, playoffs, saying, I'm, right? I'm saying who uh, didn't make the finals. Yeah. Who didn't make the finals? Right. Um, the first, the, uh, well. You know where I'm going. I can't say that because, I mean, Anthony Davis was incredible. Yep, um, I, I was gonna say that Russell. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell was really good. I mean, obviously he didn't shoot a great percentage, but um, but neither neither did uh, Russell Westbrook. But I'll throw him on there as well. Um, it came, it came like I would say the good uh, Jason Tatum games were like were like wow, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they were few and far between, but like when he was on, he you like oh yeah, this dude's gonna make like eight All Star teams. Like I finally saw what everybody was talking about in the regular season. Um, 
Oladipo was hella Oh yeah, Oladipo for sure. Um, Giannis. Yep. And you know who the opposite impressive was? Yes, and and I have it. Hello. Well, he's old. He's the opposite impressive. No, you know who the opposite of impressive was? And looked like he, he has no heart, looks like he's a choking dog, and, and just, just trash. Damian Lillard came out here oh, and God. stunk the building out. So the rant that I gave James Harden last year, that man played awful. He acted like he never saw a double team before. He came out there and got swept with the home court advantage. Go to hell. Like... <laughs> You know what's weird about this? Like, Drew Holiday like, put that okay, man so, in a chamber. Okay, so in 2014, when he hit that game six game winner over the Rockets, right? It, it, um, that's or sorry, that that series winning shot because they actually ended the series right then. Like I was in Baltimore, so like I was relying on at that time. Like I had to rely on. Listening to Scott or SVP and Rosillo, because Rosillo is really great at um at basketball commentary and and as I did and telling me like what happens. He used to, he used to do the old NBA Today podcast where he would run down and give you the rundown of what happened to all these games, right? He used to watch, he would watch like two or three games every single night. Um, so he was really good at that. They were uh, so I would rely on that and like I would like get off work um at nighttime and then I would like rush to like Buffalo Wild Wings. And then, like, try to pick up the West Coast game. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of those games, like, I, I kind of, like, out of my memory because I was, like, you know, sleep deprived and um, and I and whatever else. But, like, I remember that game six shot and thinking to myself, like, you know, he's, you know, he's he's a, I don't want to say he was a clutch, he was the clutchest, clutch, got clutchest clutch guy to ever clutch. But, like, I've always thought that he was a good product for him. And then I remember their first round series last year, the Warriors were, like, Lillard and C.J. McCollum were incredible in that series offensively. That you know, especially that game one. We ain't seen and then, none of that. And then this, and then this series happens this year, and then like people are like you know making all the jokes about Damian Lillard is like Damian Stoudemire without like five inches of height and shit like that. Yes. Yes. You know, like, like he really just like 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 Damian Lillard really just a yeah this man Lillard just a glorified Tony Delk you know <laughs> yeah so I, so I'm like wait when did this, when did, so like in my mind you know because the Pacific I told Northwest you why is so like no sorry like the Pacific Northwest and the mount in the mountain time area is so like off the radar to people who live on the East Coast like us that. Mm-hmm. They're like you kind of, it's kind of like outside on the mind. It's like, oh yeah, like I, I remember when Kevin Love had that 30-30 game a few years ago, but like I never actually like, really remember seeing him actually play like on ESPN or whatever else. Like every time I ever saw him, it was like watching a league pass game, you know. So mm-hmm. like I kind of to me this all like popped up and happened out of nowhere to me, and I'm like, wait a second, when did when did Lillard become bad as in the playoffs? And then he's like, you look back and like you see his playoff numbers and shooting numbers, you're like. Since forever, what the fuck are you talking about, James? And it's like it's a mind fuck to me. Like, yeah, I remember I telling you about it. Jog. You're like, what are you talking about? It does not, yeah, it does not jog with what I remember. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At all. So it's, it's it's still shocking to me. Also, all that crying for them all star births that like people was waiting to jump on his head for that. So he's gonna have to come and in another, next year. And another part was like, another part was like he was so great at the end of this 
post the after the All Star break. Yep. He was so great at after the All Star break. So it's like man, man got a first team All NBA out of that shit, James. A first team All NBA out of that shit. I, honestly, man, like aside from LeBron, um, I don't really know who else. Or aside from LeBron, Anthony Davis, like there weren't that many people that were better than him than Lillard. Like after the All Star break, over those thirty games, there just weren't. So, like, for him to get the playoffs and get shit to bed is, like, it, it's shocking to me. But Where apparently not. It wasn't that shocking to most people because everyone else, like, everyone else knew and I didn't. Came for him. The secret's out. Yeah, man. So that's going to wrap up the show. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank James for coming on. And, and hopefully we get him back for, for uh, you know, this wrestling this summer. Um, but, yeah, uh, thank you guys for all listening. Uh, make well, sure you got – okay. Well, wait. Well, well, I got a question, right? So how was the last pay-per-view? It may have been the the second worst one of this decade. And you want me to come back and talk to you about that? <laughs> okay. Talk to you, dog. So 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 have you have you been keeping up with the show, James? Um, I've been watching here and there or whatever else. Um, I think I've, I think I've listened to like maybe two like all jokes aside about you know the the whole uh, yeah this man was was uh, <laughs> this man knows what happened like all the whole jokes about the yeah I know that I've been I've been following I've been doing everything but watching wrestling uh, watching the actual t- television show pay per view um, and then like it's just I've been I've been I think I've watched like two or three of the shows they're, I like the shows better um, because they flow and they're a lot shorter and brief and like they're more to the point as opposed to like my me rambling off into space about other stuff half the time and they ask you a question that's kind of like they ain't got shit to do with what we talk about i mean it's, it's, can't, it's sort of related to what we were talking about but not really like we were talking like we were talking about like like we're talking about samoa joe and, and roman reigns right now you're in james you want to make it some make some point that leads back to 1997 again james like they ain't got this shit to do with the show so i, I think i think the show's more focused in um in, in concise uh and also tighter now that um that you're doing it so i think you're doing a great job with it, honestly appreciate it man um so uh if you guys haven't uh seen uh there you know i'm gonna be dropping like more like youtube versions of one nation radio so i've got one up there it looks like it's doing pretty well i did a reaction video to enzo amore's rap song where i paused and talked about the lyrics and you know all types of you know joints and it's like an 11 minute video you guys can check it out seems like it's doing pretty well on the views uh make sure you guys check out the rest of the podcast on the social suplex podcast network Keeping it strong style with Jeremy and Josh. We got um, the Outsiders Edge with Rance and Carl. We've got the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show as well as Grown Men Watch This Shit. Um, James, I'm going to send hey, you. Yeah, it, go, go ahead. In there, in there, like having y'all added like seven new shows since I stopped doing the show. <laughs> it seems like it seems like it, but uh, Grown Men Watch This Shit, very good show. Uh, and Caleb, the Impact Report, I believe, is on hiatus. So, uh, as Josh was saying, you know, the brightest stars they don't shine for the. <laughs> I forgot how the phrase went, but uh, we love Caleb. The stars don't don't shine or don't shine or burn out fast. Or something Correct, like that. something like that. Um, but yeah, man. Um, what up? What was I gonna say? Oh yeah. 
Um, there's a link I'm going to send you, James. Uh, obviously, you were there with me in New Orleans where we saw that Matt Riddle and Royal Osprey match. Apparently, they had a rematch, uh, I want to say just recently, and it's like part two of that shit. So I'll send that to you. I think I sent it to the group chat the other day, but highly recommended. Um, but yeah, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, words and four. Uh, LeBron take a L. Holla.